1: <laughs> wah. Wait, no, it's like it's like a wah, it's like a
2: wah, wah. I, don't,
1: yeah. I don't know, dude. No, like, I, who knows that? It's a
2: me, Wario. You know, like that kind. Yeah, of. I, uh, I'm not confusing it with Waluigi, Luigi, am I?
1: No, I mean <laughs> they're all copies of clones of copies. I mean, basically, because it's like you know, if you if you cloned Mario poorly, you get Luigi. If you clone Luigi <laughs> poorly, again, I think it then goes to, like, Wario, you know? And then if you clone Wario poorly, you know, like, it's just – it's it's clones and hard determinism all the way down.
2: <laughs> it's photocopies of photocopies. Um, so what did we play? We played uh, – I think the correct way to say the title is Wario Land colon Super Mario Land 3. But I think you have like a crappy like GameStop dust jacket like and they wrote like Super Mario Land colon Wario Land or Super Mario Land 3 colon Wario Land on it because you and I were arguing about this and neither of us have the original box and I have seen it written in official places both ways.
1: Yeah, because that's the problem is that on the title screen, it says Wario Land like across the top. You know, it's like the head billing, and it goes Super Mario Land Three. You know, so but the yeah, I've seen it referred to, and and the the Game Boy game says Wario Land across top, Super Mario Land Three. But I I can't remember if it says on the side. You know, but the way I had I saw this, it was Super Mario Land Three colon Wario Land. Yeah.
2: You know? and, and here's the annoying and, thing, is they went on to make many sequels to this game, and they're all just Wario... So it's like Wario Land 2, Wario Land 3, right? Like, it's not Wario Land Super Mario Land 4, Wario Land Super Mario Land 5, right? They didn't just keep doing that forever. They only did it for this one.
1: So, which makes me think that, you know, they weren't exactly sure that it was going to this whole wario they weren't sure this whole wario ship was really going to take off you know so they were just kind of like oh well you know this is it's super mario land but it's you know it's 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 a me a wario you know or whatever right and so uh, uh and then then they were like oh and then it just it yeah and then the third picture is just them swimming in money you know well, and uh oh that's funny because the whole game's got like a weird money mechanic
2: we have to talk about later um mm-hmm. what i think is funny is that the people at Nintendo sat down and they were like, okay, we've made Super Mario Brothers games. Like, you know, we've made Super Mario Land games on the Game Boy. Like, there's there's so many Mario games. We need – we really – we want to make another platformer because people love platformers. But, like, let's, let's maybe ease off on Mario. Let's make a game about – and one person in the room went, Luigi? And somebody else went, no, um – uh, Fire oh, him. Wario, Wario. Yeah. No, it's this other original character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and doesn't Wario, like, doesn't that mean something in Japanese? Uh, I feel I, like the wa, I, I wa think, prefix, like, means. Yeah,
2: I, I think you're right, which is why wa Luigi sounds ridiculous to American, or I should say, you know, native English speaking ears, but it makes sense because mm-hmm. it's like opposite or you know the negative of some some, some, something like that i I think you're right and wario just sounds better than wa mario because it's like oh it's funny because it's almost the same right like
1: yeah because it's like if i remember correctly and and i may be way wrong on this but for instance like ma could mean like that symbol for ma means demon which is why ma jr from dragon ball z is what piccolo enters his name into in the. You know, Tenkaichi Budokai because that (laughs) makes sense because he's the son of Demon King Piccolo. So Ma Junior makes no sense to us, but it's like, oh well, Ma means like demon or evil, you know. So
2: if if I can bring this back to Nintendo, does that mean that the English translation of Mario's name is Demon Rio? Yeah, and then this (laughs) would be Evil Demon Rio. How I've been on the internet for a long time. How have I never seen somebody make this reference before?
1: I know, right? That 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 just the the only logical reason could be is by the time you are educated enough to actually make that (laughs) reference, like you know the language well enough, then you realize that it doesn't make any sense. You know? Like if our brains were small enough or simple enough for us to understand them, we would be too simple to understand them. (laughs) So so does that mean we're some kind of, like, impossible
2: joke-making machine? We're, like, we're, we're smart enough to make that joke, but also dumb enough
1: to think it's funny? I think we are just smart enough to make that joke and think it's funny, but not dumb enough to let it go on for so long that we don't talk about our nostalgia experience <laughs> for this particular game.
2: That's good, because I was about to try and work in, like, a Solidus thing, like a or, like, a Plasma. Anyway. <clears throat> um one other thing i do have to mention uh you know just our the the tiny little bit of factoids people get at the top um mm-hmm. so this game came out in 1994 and mm-hmm. uh when i play game boy games now i have to frequently remind myself how unbelievably underpowered that system was because mm-hmm. if you compare it to other things that were going on in 1994 you would be like oh Oh, this is what they were capable of. But it, it's because miniaturization is hard, right? So like the Game Boy, like it just couldn't do as much. Um, but you know, keep keep that year in your mind. Uh the other thing is, uh, I think it's important to mention that this game was a listener request. So if there's a game you really want us to play, there's a chance if we want to play it and you ask for it that we will actually play it. So just throw
1: And to be fair, there's there's a there's a a chance too that even if we don't want to play it we'll play it because i didn't really want to play this but <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> but somebody said you know hey you guys should play this and i was like i don't know sure all right and then i started playing it and i'd be like ah and i didn't want to do this myself but but you know what the fans they needed us i started playing it and i was like wow anyway
2: <laughs> so uh my nostalgia goggles for this are actually I've been thinking all day if there's a way to tell the story without making it sound uh, not insulting to this game, and I just don't really think there is. Uh, so, uh, when I was a kid and I would go play games at Brian's house, Brian never brought his mm-hmm. Game Boy to my house. I don't know why, but I only played Game Boy at his house or if I borrowed his Super Game Boy. But,
1: Ooh. <laughs> um,
2: but I would. We played RPGs and we would like take turns. So mm-hmm. like we would have two separate save files, and like one was his and one was mine, and we would literally just like watch each other play the same game.
1: It, I don't know. This is what? God, I miss having. <laughs> do you, don't you miss having that kind of time? Yes. You know. I mean, <laughs> like you saying that just feels exhausting to me because like, and and to be fair, again, I did exactly like stuff like that, you know. But to say like, so. Literally, you took an RPG, which is already a huge time sink and a huge time investment, right? To the point where, like, we struggle to play RPGs on the show because of (laughs) the time investment it takes in order to get a solid experience with it. And you doubled it for no reason like none it, it it was probably a turn-based tr- turn-based strategy game but instead of just taking turns on the turns you took turns playing the whole stupid thing yeah,
2: yep and we would do it with long games like chrono trigger that are like 40 50 yeah. 60 hour experiences you know so uh th- all of that is to say wario land was my it's not my term game so mm-hmm. <laughs> like the way you might be waiting in line at a, like a grocery store or something, and you would play like threes or solitaire or whatever the game you said you play is on your, your smartphone th- that dice, hunter. dice <laughs> hunter is a great game for all ages <laughs> brought to you by dice hunter. So I would, that is how like Wario land was my scrolling on Twitter while I was bored waiting for my turn. And the thing is the game is short enough and simple enough I mean, it's a platform. It's simple, like a platformer on the Game Boy. But like, the game is short enough and simple enough that I could pay a fair amount of attention to how Brian was doing in his current run of Chrono Trigger, and like also be playing Wario Land. So as soon as we sat down to play this, I was just like, someone near me should be playing a sixty-hour JRPG for me to really <laughs> get the full experience of this. But that—that that is how I remember Wario Land. Is that it was like an also ran.
1: Well, and this is this is nice because I was a little worried about mentioning this to you, but I didn't play this game. I actually replayed Chrono Trigger, <laughs> so That's so that way you, so that works out because now you've got that experience of while you were playing this game, I was playing Chrono Trigger. <laughs> that would make
2: the next like seventy five minutes really difficult, um, mm-hmm. but I,
1: I'd be down for it if I if I thought you were serious. <laughs> we could figure it out. Um. So my nostalgia experience for this is I don't I don't have one. I did play Super Mario Land on the Game Boy, and I loved that that game. Uh, I specifically remember that isn't there like a submarine, a submarine level? Mm, maybe in one in, of them, in the first or second one. Not in the third yeah. one. <laughs> no, no, not in this one. But I, I do remember that. You know, I remember Super Mario Land because I didn't. That not this game, but I didn't have <laughs> it, so people would lend it to me. But I would, you know, play it on long trips or in the car or whatever, because you know you could only play the Game Boy for about two hours in the car before you had to find <laughs> something else to do. Because that was before, because ba- you know that was before battery life was long enough and before rechargeable batteries. So your parents would yell at you, saying, you know, like, Stop, we're not going to spend twenty dollars in batteries for you to not be bored um you can learn to be bored that's that's life <laughs> so i had not played this game i had played the the better one um yeah but uh, yeah
2: that that phrase is not completely off base
1: i i don't think no no which is i mean but then again yeah that's that's like saying you know next to this five star meal like like you know was better than this other meal that doesn't necessarily mean that the other meal was bad it just wasn't you know your typical Super Mario Land. So I didn't, I didn't bury the lead. I didn't say, you know, like oh, you know, like like the, the listeners. There's still, there's still some air of mystery on whether or not I thought this game was any good, you know. So with all of that said, um, uh, visuals. So,
2: I, I think for every Game Boy game we've played, I've had to say some version of, I'm not blown away by these graphics, but I understand that they are Game Boy graphics. Right, and I actually think the graphics in this game are pretty decent. Game Boy graphics, like they're like Wario looks distinctly different from Mario, right? Which,
1: yeah, you would not confuse them in a in
2: a. Yeah, lineup. and and on that tiny screen, that's not saying nothing because making his sprite large means you're losing a significant portion of the screen. Like the entire screen is only like four or five Warios tall, right? It's not huge, so like. If I had to guess, I would say Mario probably does not take up the full horizontal of his tiles and Wario almost definitely does, right? So they were like, well, we Mm -hmm. don't really want to make him way taller, but we can make him way fatter because then he will look obviously different from a silhouette. You know, you'll immediately be able to tell he's different, even though he's dressed very similarly and he has similar features, big nose, the mustache and everything. So like they really went with I mean they couldn't do colors right so mm-hmm. they really went with the only variable they could reasonably adjust which was his you know x-axis and uh <laughs> that I really liked I also really liked the amount of variability in the levels like the level design mm-hmm. and the tile sets that they use for like each
1: area mm-hmm. world land you see that's that's the that's the kind of uncertainty i like to hear from you because if all of a sudden you just come in and you say like for each biome or something like that then i'd call you on it because you know that's that's research this this is the lions i like the one who clearly has done nothing but play the game and has not read or looked anything up online oh, it's good it's delicious okay, let, let, it's, it's um, super
2: mario land so let's say the land right so okay so each land looks pretty distinctly different Um, But what I don't love is they basically designed like five enemies and they're like, this is it. Just make your peace with it. These are the only enemies you're going to see for the entire game because that that's where the action is. And that sucks away from the uniqueness of each land, right? So you go into Mm a new land and you expect new enemies, but you don't get new enemies. You get the same enemies. And there are a few enemies that are only in the later lands that are not in the earlier lands. So like there's a little bit, and then like you see more of the harder enemies and fewer of the easier enemies. So there is a kind of progression, but I would have personally, like I I can't, this is like, I can never prove this, but I think I would have taken one whole less land to free up all that memory. If the other five lands or whatever all had unique enemies
1: hmm. yeah that's that's an interesting point and and i was going to to chide you to say you know like like oh so you know <laughs> you fly over to you know london or europe or something like that you get off there are people everywhere and you're like this is exactly the same as america <laughs> you know like like all the scenery is different but look there's no different sprites there's no different enemies you know and people are like we need to he needs to go like this, this, this you just get right back on <laughs> that plane okay. But <laughs> just turn turn that around take that back across the pond because we we do not want that here um so two things one is uh for wario sprite uh it would not surprise me if wario's look like the way that the, the wario that we all know and love or hate or whatever you want to say uh if that was a product of what they were able to design on a screen this size you know I don't know for sure that this is the introduction of Wario but I think that it is it, and if this
2: isn't his very uh crap I if this isn't his introduction as a character in the universe I think it might be it's definitely his first solo game but I'm actually okay here's why this, this, we're gonna go in deep into the back catalog of knowledge now the reason that I'm not positive
1: he first appeared in 1992 in the 1992 whoa, game whoa, Boy game, whoa. Super Mario did Land 2. you just chide me for this? I did. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> no, I because because I was like we 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 can go back and forth, but but I'm doing it in situ, which is still me. I came to the table. The important thing is I came to the table unprepared. You know, <laughs> just swinging for the fences. I, I'm
2: imagining I'm saying that like at a like at work. Like, like whoa <laughs> what matters is that i'm making this up
1: right now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so i'm looking it up on the fly <laughs> um he first appeared in 1992 game boy game super mario Land 2 as the main antagonist and final boss so but he he did premiere in on game right. Boy. right so so what so, you were about to say still holds water <laughs> right which is the fact that you know probably they they, they were like we need a anti Mario, you know the negaverse Mario. We need Mirror Mirror Mario. Design that on the Game Boy, you know. And so then they they did, and they're like, "Here's what we got." And they're like, "Okay, now artistic representation. What would that look like?" Because he is very well characterized, and and does it. The sprite really does look good. And to me, you know, because it's it he was created a little bit later i think that you know he actually has more of a look and a feel to him than you know classic mario did so i thought they did a really good job there um one of the things with the enemies that they they were not varied and that is true but one of the things that's really interesting about this is that um you know in in most mario games if you get hit by the enemy. Anywhere except with your feet as you're stomping on them, you know, um, you die, you know, you get you get hit, right? You know, it's it's bad. These enemies specifically have basically hit boxes, you know, and I thought that visually they did a good job with the the enemy design, letting you know what parts of the enemies you can touch and what parts you cannot. Yes, because
2: they almost exclusively do it through triangles, so it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that guy is carrying a spear. That thing has a giant spike on its head. That thing is carrying some big pointy object, and all of those points are denoted with triangles. So you, spikes right. are triangles. Spiky enemies are triangles. So you basically learn to fear triangles.
1: Squares good, triangles bad, um, which is not untrue because that's the thing is that like even if you were to take you know like a, a square a square brick right and hit somebody with it that would suck but you know what would make it really dangerous is if you were hidden with an edge because then at that point it's not a brick anymore it's a triangle <laughs> go, go on <laughs> yeah no i mean like like don't get me wrong stepping on legos is bad but if you step on a d4 <laughs> like that that'll wreck your whole day Ste- stepping um, on a
2: d6 is an annoyance stepping on a d4 might make you miss work
1: stepping on a D floor might make you flash white with rage. And then you wake up three days later in jail. Um, We don't have little
2: kids or anything.
1: (laughs) Nope. No, I, I literally questioned (laughs) my belief in, in a, in a, in a loving (laughs) sentient universe, you know, like, uh, but anyways, that's not the point. The point is that they did a good job with enemy characterization, uh, especially with, um, you know, so all the enemies have uh, triangles, which are bad, but specifically the swamps, I thought they did a good job relaying that one. That's what kind of made me notice it. Oh, because there is was because... flat on top. <laughs> They're flat on top, which is completely new. That is a new thing, you know. So I saw a swamp. I was like, avoid the fl- avoid the swamp. And then I got to like a dead end, and I was like, uh, that swamp's coming for me. So then I jumped up because it's the only thing to do. And then the swamp passed underneath me. I was like, do I do I got to jump on top of that guy? I think I think I got to jump on top of that guy. <laughs> and then I did, and it worked, and it was awesome because squares are good and triangles are bad.
2: Yeah, I I'm with you that the. Any individual sprite, I think, is fairly well rendered and it's fairly clear which parts you can touch and which parts you can't touch. But, like, there's, you know, the half dozen of them and that's it. And that that yeah. bummed me out a little. They did do completely unique bosses, right? Every land has a completely unique boss. They don't look... Like any of the enemy sprites, they're totally you know. It's not like it's a Goomba, but bigger, right? It's a right. it's a completely unique enemy that's on theme for that land, and and they can do palette swapping. Yeah, well, this one's gray. <laughs> this one's grayer. Yeah, yeah, um, less less more gray. So I I do appreciate that, and and like I said, I I get that they wanted they chose more game over less game, but with more visual variety because. They definitely made that trade off, right? These are Nintendo mm-hmm. designers yeah. designing a Nintendo game that carries the Mario name. You don't put your C team on that. Like that these people were probably, you know, seasoned game designers. So they surely recognized like okay, we have this much memory and it's like Not a lot. So this is all we can do unless we cut a corner here. Then we can make more of this or we can cut a corner there and we can make more of that. But we cannot do both. Right. Unless there's no music or something like there's just no way to to really make have it all. Right. You cannot have your cake and eat it, too. But I I just I don't know, In like especially in the last land, because I did manage to beat it and going through the last land and seeing the exact same enemies that I saw in the first land, just in smaller quantities. I was like, "Eh, what are you doing here? Like (laughs) if you were going, like, imagine you're playing super Mario world. If you were going through, uh, you know, Bowser's castle, like the final castle. And it was just all Goombas and, 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 and what do you call them? Koopa Troopas? Like part of you Mm -hmm. would just be like, this is not very spectacular. Like, why does he have common foot soldiers? as his like elite guard.
1: Or, I mean, (laughs) Why does he have some of those foot soldiers at all, well, <laughs> you know, and, and, and the answer is because, you know, they are actually, you know, citizens of his kingdom and they're just conscripts and you're the madman who's, you know, in a psychopathic fashion, tearing across the land, you know, destroying the blocks, which apparently have like people in them. No,
2: they are people. they are people yeah. who have been tra- there. They are, uh, you know, toads who have been transformed mm-hmm. into the blocks. Blocks, Magic.
1: Right. but you are then literally smashing two apart. bits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: cool. So we need to talk about the hitbox because it sounded like you were pro on the hitbox. Can you explain this? No, I'm
1: not, pro on the, I, <laughs> I'm not pro on the hitbox. The hitbox is sloppy garbage. my <laughs> oh, God. What I'm saying is that they did a good job telegraphing where – I mean – let, 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 let me put it to you this way, is the hitbox is sloppy, right? Can you imagine if those characters were designed in such a way where, because, like, for example, the character with the spear, right, the spear is the hitbox and the hitbox is, is a sloppy mess, right? But if there that spear wasn't there and still the hitbox only <laughs> took up a portion of the enemy, like, that, that would be, that wouldn't be a game. It'd be, it'd be nonsense, <laughs> you know? Like, it, it just wouldn't work at all, you know? So, in the same way that you know, I've got an issue with the writing of Metal Gear Solid, not the plot. I've got an issue. I, I enjoyed the character design <laughs> and how that showed you where the hitbox was, not how the hitbox was handled itself.
2: So I'm going to task you with keeping me honest about this, but I want to give a mention on the visuals for two things that are really more mechanics. So we need to circle back on these later. Um, the hitbox is sloppy garbage. And part of the reason it's sloppy garbage is because you have multiple ways you can interact with an enemy. You can get hurt by them. You can pick them up and you can, let's say, charge them. You can, like, you know, Mm -hmm. shoulder smash them, basically. And it's almost like there's three little hitboxes kind of Venn diagrammed over each other because if Mm -hmm. you come in from this direction, you get one experience. If you come in from this direction, you get a different experience. If you come in from that direction, you get hurt, right? So it's, I understand a little bit mechanically and we'll we'll pull it apart more, but like visually, I was often not very confident if I could engage an enemy because I was like, I really like the the jet helmet. I don't want to lose the jet helmet if I touch this enemy, am I gonna lose the jet helmet? Like I I think that's the part where I can kill it. But the a minute ago I got hurt, right? Like it's it's just not always clear. And then the other thing is um I don't like the way jumping works it, in this jumping game.
1: <laughs> it is that a visual or a mechanic it, note. I think that's I mean it I, is a
2: mechanic, but the reason I'm mentioning it here briefly, and we will dig into it more in mechanics, is just I don't like the way it looks. I do not like the way the jumping looks because you move at a constant rate of speed. So you go up, and then you immediately start decelerating down at full speed. There's no, like, jump arc. And and I think, again, that this was an intentional choice because an accelerating and decelerating, like a speed curve, an acceleration curve on the Game Boy screen would probably be really hard to... But they did it with
1: Super Mario Land. They did,
2: but... <laughs> But I think that there were times that Super Mario Land was really hard, and you had to make a precision jump, and it was hard to see because the refresh rate of the Game Boy screen. Right. Mm. Whereas with this, the big Super Floaty jump, it looks so unnatural, but it is a lot clearer where you are on the screen.
1: Well, and actually, um, I do think that I, I did have a touch on this in my in my notes for visuals because it's um, I. I s- this 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 is not research because I just watched happened to watch this video that kind of touched on frames. I, I, like, I just like,
2: tripped like, and the video bent over in front of me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, like whatever. But no, actually I watched this video like three or four weeks ago and then we played this game and I was like, Oh, this this kind of relates directly, I think. Um but uh basically it's 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 the question is how many frames are spent in you know, like there's when you hit the button, the amount of time it takes for you to get up to top speed, mm-hmm. and then the amount of time it takes for you to slow down, right? The longer that is, the more momentum you feel like you're carrying, you know, and the the shorter that is, the more it it feels like you're kind of like rocketing up, you know? It's the, One of the examples that they gave was in Sonic, right, is that, you know, the amount of time it takes for you to start running to get to full speed is insanely long, but that's because the whole purpose of the game is to get up to speed and then stay at that speed. So thus speeding up and slowing down is the challenge. So that's why that takes a long, you know? Uh, So for this one, there's no acceleration. It is you're moving at the top speed of the jump immediately. You do not accelerate towards, you do not accelerate at the beginning. You do not decelerate at the end. You are the same number of frames are spent when you are ascending versus when you're at the top of the jump versus when you're coming down. So visually speaking, it is, nearly, if not perfectly even. And you also can't run.
2: Some of the helmets Mm -hmm. give you the the little shoulder check thing. And again, we will get into this more in mechanics, I think. But so that means running, moving, you know, in any direction, left or right, or up and down are all
1: happening at the exact
2: same speed.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that is a very interesting design choice. And so there's no real great place to... to put this in so i'm just gonna i'm gonna shoehorn it in now i i have a theory um which is that wario games right or at least the wario land games were nintendo's way of beta testing mechanics for mario games so
2: that's not unreasonable
1: (laughs) right so basically they like you said you know they're not gonna they're not gonna you know fiddle fart around with their main title they're not going to throw some like brand new stuff out there unless they've kind of beta tested it or seen it somewhere first you know i mean even in like mario odyssey where you know he does the thing where he's like able to possess like 15 different you know things like similar stuff can be found in other games you know and so they were like okay we're going to take this principle and we're going to apply it here it's going to and then we're going to really highly polish it it's gonna look really good but i mean this is this was in the forefront of gaming man like there wasn't a whole lot of exemplars to point to well and
2: i mean when it comes to 2d side-scrolling platformers they were the exemplar everyone else was trying to crib off of them (laughs)
1: Yeah, so if they're like, well, we've got a whole bunch of new stuff to try, we're not really sure. They like they basically, I think, after making so many Mario games, they had a giant maybe pile, you know. And so they were like, well, we gotta, we gotta just make the call on some of this. They're like, what if, what if we made a Mario adjacent game? So it's not like we're just making, you know, like super Meat Boy four or whatever. I don't know, <laughs> you know, like, um, but you know, like just something that's like clearly a Mario rip off, but, you know, it's like, oh, no, this is a totally different thing. We're going to try all this weird stuff. So they're like, you know, what if we had a Mario-adjacent game where we could try all this sort of stuff, but it wouldn't taint the main title. So if it completely flops, then it, you know, whatever. It was it was a Wario game. Everybody talks about the messy Mario Wario game that they made. Um, so I think that this is an example of that where they're just kind of like, how is this jump better or worse? You know, in my opinion, the answer answer's worse, but, worse. And I think that <laughs> and i think that nintendo also decided that because this did not make its way into later video games
2: no i i think the main thing they wanted to experiment with was variations on how you interact with enemies and variations on how you interact with the world because mm-hmm. at this time in history right like this has changed since like super mario 64 and galaxy and now odyssey like, there, there's lots of insane things that Mario has been put up to. But generally speaking, I honestly can't think of a time I've ever seen Mario stand comfortably on top of a thwomp. I honestly can't think of a time I've ever seen Mario shoulder-check someone to death, right? Like, or pick someone up and, you know, throw... Well, actually, can No, I can't think... Maybe one of the power-ups in one of the stupid games I never played. But you know, you know what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. It's like to right. say we want to have Mario interact with the world in this way and have the world be interactable in this way you're going against a lot of pent up like mental inertia where it's like oh i mm-hmm. i would never have attempted to jump on that thwomp because Mario doesn't touch thwomps but Wario can because Wario mm-hmm. you don't know what the hell Wario does so like i i think similar to how um when they wanted to make a terrible game, they have it star Luigi. I think with this game, Mm -hmm. they were like, we have some things that are just like, they're Mario adjacent, but people will not attempt them if they see Mario. So maybe if we have this Mario-like character that isn't awful like Luigi, people will be more open to trying Mario-esque things. Like this is a thwomp, but it's a thwomp you can stand on. So I, I think you're... You're probably on to something, but it's, I feel like using Mario or Wario over using Luigi is hilarious because you would think they would have done all of this (laughs) stuff with Luigi and been like, oh, this is what a Luigi game is like, but
1: I mean, burn, geez, Nintendo. (laughs) I do do not know what it is culturally with Nintendo that they have against Luigi and and also Waluigi, but like, you know... It, it the hierarchy is clearly Mario Wario Luigi then Waluigi you know like for whatever reason they they are just not not having them some Luigi I, you know and i'd I, even and, say I
2: mean, Waluigi at least is like he's like an anti-hero like people people think they're yeah. cool for like they're like you know oh my you know when i play mario tennis i play as waluigi cuz he's different but n- nobody Nobody likes Luigi. Like it's just, and Nintendo wants us to like him so much. They did a year yeah. of Luigi, and it was some of their worst game sales ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they're, stop trying to make Luigi a thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, so I think that visually, they 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 were trying some new stuff where you know they were saying like, okay, well, what if you know what if you could interact with bad guys in in like in a conditional way, you know? And I think that you know, you're correct in the sense... Because I'm trying to think through other Mario games and I don't think that they brought back enemy conditional interaction where it's like the enemy can only be hit in certain areas, you know? Like, generally speaking, it's like you can hit them on the head or like, you know, when they're in there, for instance, you hit them on the head and then they go into their shell and you really can't interact with them at all. Yeah, you know?
2: there, there's... I can think of some enemies that are like, oh, you can only hit them from the back, right? Like, mm-hmm. you... Cause you know, Mario has like a punch kick kind of thing that he got in the Mario 64 era. So like Mm -hmm. they toyed with that a little, but mostly it's, is it safe to jump on them right now or not? And that's communicated in a very different way visually than they communicated. You can never touch this part of them because it's pointy, but you can always touch this part of them because it's rounded and you have a shoulder dash attack.
1: And this definitely may be stretching. And we've basically been kind of in (laughs) mechanics for a little while now, but whatever. Um, but, uh, is that they, so enemy, enemies, enemy conditional interactions, right. Is not something that they went back to, but, um, they did go with, you can interact with this enemy in a non-hazardous way that is player driven because, you know, so like basically they, they took the enemy and they said, okay, we're well, for Wario. They were like, well, you can only hit them here, here, or here. Right. And that, that, that didn't work out too well, but They said, like, well, what if what if that was interaction was driven by the player, and then you got Mario's spin jump, which allows him to step onto enemies that otherwise he would not be able to.
2: That's true, and I, I, okay, so,
1: and that's probably a stretch, but
2: no, I don't, I don't uh, think it is. But there's, all right, I'm, I'm gonna, I swear to God, this is gonna be my last mechanic esque thing, and then we can go back to where we're mm -hmm. supposed to be. But I just realized that. The way Wario picks up enemies and throws them is so visually different and so, like, viscerally violent that I honestly forgot for a moment that Mario can absolutely pick up certain enemies. (laughs) Like, you can pick up, you know, when Koopa Troopas go into their shell, you can pick up their shell and then you can, like, dropkick it and use that to take out other enemies and interact with the world. But it's so, that's very visually like playful and silly. Like, you know, oh, we're playing kick the can, or like, oh, I, I'm, you know, I was walking down the street and there was a big pine cone. So I ran over and kicked it. Ha ha, yahoo. Right. Whereas what <laughs> Wario does is grab people by their throat, hold them up over his head like freaking Broly, and then mm-hmm. hurl them the way you might throw a football, face or ass first into another creature just minding its own business and then they go bouncing down the screen and die. Like, that visual is so uniquely Wario that I literally forgot that Mario can pick up lots of different enemies (laughs) because I I said it. Like, I'd re-roll the tape if I cared enough to edit it that way. Like, I was like, oh, you know, Wario can pick up enemies and Mario can't. But no, of course Mario can. It's just he does it in a playful Mario way and Wario does it in a Wario
1: way. (laughs) yeah exactly so uh so yeah so to me and i think that you know kind of the the whole visual style that they did with this was very much so like ah, well let's let's kind of see how all this plays out you know let's try a whole bunch of new stuff we'll see how it goes and uh and i would say that 80 percent of it didn't work but i mean arguably if the overall goal was to see what in this grab bag of stuff we weren't sure enough to throw into a mario game can work and we still make tons of money selling it um i'd say it all works
2: well and there's no doubt that this game i mean the you know super mario land 2 which had him as a villain but then this game which has him as the hero uh cemented
1: wario in the the protagonist okay but (laughs) <laughs> that, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, you just went on for a minute how he's grabbing people by the throat and throwing them down a hallway. That's not <laughs> heroes. <dude. laughs> all right. All right. All right. You're, that's fair. This is all fair.
2: But you know what I mean? He's this cemented him as a character that they were going to find some way to use in future games because mm-hmm. Wario has gone on to have like a rich experience in games, but just not really like platformers. It's mostly. Mm-hmm. He's in other, you know, like Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, and he's in um, Brawl or Smash Brothers rather. Uh, He's in, uh, he's got the WarioWare games, which are all like little mini puzzle games that have nothing to do with platforming. So he Mm -hmm. became a Nintendo fixture, like his look, his attitude, the way he moves through the universe, like all that stuff was cemented at this time in history. And yet they decided like, ah, maybe platformers aren't the best use for this character.
1: Yep. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. Um, as far as visuals go, I mean, you know, yes, the the lands are are varied. I I, I had one other kind of throwaway note, which was um, that the lava to me didn't look like lava. It doesn't
2: look like lava at all.
1: I have this nope. in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Okay, so it wasn't. Me. No, I was because okay, the first like...
2: time I touched it, I was like, "Oh, I died instant." Oh, it's lava. It's supposed to be lava. It's bubbling like yep. it's lava. <sighs>
1: yeah no it's uh yeah because I, I i did the exact same thing because especially it doesn't really help that at least the level before if not two levels before but definitely the entirety of the level before is all water based <laughs> so you're swimming around in the water all the time and then it's like ooh, look more water oh no it's not water.
2: Yeah. And it, it does move differently than the water moves. But I mean, just make it spikes. It was on like a three-inch screen. Will you just freaking make it spikes, please? Like spikes. I know what spikes yeah. are. You've taught me in this universe that triangles kill me. Like just exactly. put a bunch of triangles. Bunch down. Of triangles, <laughs> triangles
1: are bad. Yep. Exactly. Triangles are bad. That's all you got to know. Um, I mean, even and then the one other thing and this visuals or mechanics, whatever, hated it. I hated the lava scrolling level. The one where like the lava was like scrolling to the side. And it was giant wall because, because it was terrible. That's (laughs) yeah. Because I mean, I, okay, let's just (laughs) say that, you know, I'm Wario and, and, and at the end of every level, I get a certain amount of money, right. And I am using that money to purchase a house. Right. Um, I was so over budget on that level because I died so many times. <laughs> I was hemorrhaging money. Like I went in and I budgeted, you know, to, to increase my total net, net my net revenue by 300 coins, right? That was going to be my, my, my drop to bottom, my net income, my drop to bottom line. Right. And then, uh, I was over time over budget. And at the end of I was just like, I don't, I don't know, man, I don't know what to tell you, you know, but, uh, <laughs> I didn't, so I didn't care for it. His- yeah,
2: no, and I'm I'm with you 100. I had I so I got into that level and I almost immediately died and I was like, oh oh, that's lava. There's an impossible vertical wall again, where spikes would have been a better choice because this makes no damn yeah. sense, right? Guess so <laughs> triangle. There's an impossible wall of lava that is you know vertically scrolling across the screen. Uh, okay, I, I see what they're going for here. Oh no, and then I just kind of like. I was like, okay, okay, and I restarted the level and I beat it on the second attempt. And I was just like, Ooh. I was just like, oh, thank God, thank God, because I had that moment where I was like, <laughs> I was like this might be the level.
1: Yep, this might this might be it, gang. Uh, for me, it was not the level. I it it was relatively close though <laughs> because I did get like that that if you <laughs> you know if you assume that some of these old games, okay, so some of these old games, you know, they're not they're not the best, right? They're not terrible, they're not the best, but there's there's like, you know, like, like how your sim has, you know, sleep and hunger and this. There's like a rage meter, you know. And so for every, every minute you play, your rage comes up a, a, a little bit. And then sometimes you'll be a few levels in a row and it'll actually like kind of decrease a little bit. But really, that's your timer. And uh, my, my units rage per unit minute <laughs> in that particular cross section of time or what I call my rage rate uh, <laughs> spiked dramatically. <laughs> Like if you if you if you took the the derivative of that, the derivative of my rage rate was still a quartic function.
2: Yeah, hilarious. Good math
1: joke. Yes. Well, you would know. You speak the language of math.
2: <laughs> should we move on to speaking of speaking? <laughs> should we move on to audio?
1: Whew. <laughs> that 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 was a mint of a uh, transition, in that it was a waffer theme. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you, you <ass>. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that
2: was such a stretch but somehow i still found it funny <laughs> uh
1: okay so here's here's literally and and i know that that me having garbage for audio notes is kind of running gag so i decided to shoulder into it this time <laughs> really going Here. for it <laughs> yeah, whatever so uh literally i i meant to write this is what i meant to write for audio my audio note was meh um but then what i actually wrote was meg and i liked that better so i left it and then i didn't play it for a few days so i came downstairs and i was looking at my notes and i was like audio meg what the hell am i talking about and then it all came together for me but nice you know it's fine it's not so not great
2: here is here are two things that I think happened inside the offices of Nintendo at some point. They essentially decided that Game Boy games needed to never, ever use sound as the sole indicator that something happened because there is a very good chance that you are playing with it either on silent or with busted headphones or with the volume down so low because your mother swears to God she will turn this car around, <laughs> right? Like if I have to hear one more pocket man battle, one more pocket man over there, right? Like it just, it really feels like they knew the speakers were tinny. Most little kids aren't like going to carry good headphones around, and most adults don't want to listen to tinny noise played at full volume for hours and hours. Well, let's say two hours on end before the batteries die. Yeah. That I think they actually designed the games to make sound way less crucial. And music, music for setting tones, sound for communicating information. Right? I, I truly and honestly believe that. I also truly and honestly believe. That someone in the offices of Nintendo, when they were like, Oh, well, here's how we need to make Wario look. Here's how we need to make his world look. Here's how we need to make him sound. Oh, uh what it what does it say there in your notes for how to write the music? Oh, it says to just write catchy Wario music, uh, but worse. <laughs> oh, so so like the kind of Mario ragtime thing. Yes, like that, but terrible. Just just but just worse. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because if you listen, and, and the thing is, you know, like, I play this, I don't, I'm not playing on an original Game Boy, I'm playing on a Super Game Boy, which means it's coming out of a screen and out of speakers, it was never meant to, I understand all that, but this music is very catchy, because I honestly believe they wrote catchy tunes, and then added in, like, I don't even know what you would call them, like, disharmonies, where they, like, they're intentionally adding clashing notes to the chord, because there are, there are chords that have bad notes in them there's no way they did that by mistake these people are experts at game making they would not be like oh no we accidentally shipped a game where all the music is off by a half step like they definitely did that on purpose but the tune is still catchy so it still gets stuck in your head and have you ever tried to intentionally hum an off tune beat it's it's horrible
1: yeah no it's not it's it is something that you you do to people you don't like, <laughs> right? You know, like oh, I'm I'm gonna get <laughs>
2: "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star," but in a minor key, stuck in your head.
1: <laughs> or uh, oh, what was that? This is tangential, but what was that video that we watched? Just like crazy in college, from it was like the oh yeah, ring 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 <laughs> ring, ring 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 banana phone <laughs> boop boop ba-doop, ba-doop. yeah that. Uh, and then like the person gets it in their head and like loses their mind and they beat each other to death. Yeah, that. Um, so for for anybody who who listening who got that joke, just you know, at us because uh, because we we've we've thrown some deep cuts on this show before that uh that I was surprised if anybody got, but I I I would be a little a little heartened if somebody. I I feel like banana phone was popular,
2: but with a narrow segment, right? Like you had to be a certain age at a certain time in history and into certain culture to be like. Right, because I could imagine someone being like, Oh, I remember playing that that for like my three year old when they were trying to like you know play with blocks, and it's like, No, 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 that's not what we were referencing.
1: Yeah. No, you had to touch me. <laughs> now look what you did. That's what we're yeah, referencing. That. <laughs> So this this is the that of banana foam. Like everybody is used to <laughs> that was that was some SAT back. sentence right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wario music is to Mario music like the banana phone (laughs) skit is to banana phone. And, you know, it's it's just uh,
2: honestly like the intentional awkwardness of it kind of grew on me. But like, it's not good music. It's I think I'm pretty confident it's bad on purpose. But by the end of the game, I was like. Okay, like, I see what they were, like, it's appropriate, right? It's on theme, it's on the brand they were trying to establish, so it it feels okay, like, it's like, uh, this is what it's supposed to be, but, but because I know they basically just took catchy Mario music and made it, like, discordant, it's hard to think, like, but but what about good music? (laughs) Like it's, it's a a weird and the limitations of the game boy hardware and the expectations for what they probably like the, the situation they expected you to be hearing this music in was very different than what I was hearing it in on this playthrough. So you just add all those things together and it's just, it's just like, it's not, it's just not, it's not good. It's not bad, but it's not good music. You wouldn't say like, Oh man, I'm going to go on Spotify and stream me some Wario land.
1: I mean, that's a great litmus test for somebody you want in your life, you know? <laughs> like if, if they're like, oh yeah, I hopped on Spotify, made a couple playlists it's like, oh, what are you listening to now? It's like oh, I'm listening to uh to some less Celeste. Ooh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good Celeste. And uh, you know, some Shovel Knight. Oh yeah, Shovel Knight. Some, you know, Super Mario Land three, Wario World. Hmm? What, what was that on um, again? <laughs> Surely you meant Super Mario Land Two. No, no, no. The third one, you know, with Wario? Ooh, I'm gonna call the police i'll give you a 10 minute head start five minutes for celeste and five minutes for shovel knight but that's that's it man. So i'm gonna punch you
2: in the knee once for worry <laughs> i mean it's just it's, yeah it's just not like i said it's it's on brand it's on theme but I, I just i couldn't every time i noticed myself trying to hum along to the music i just felt a little annoyed and that's a weird feeling i was just like this isn't bad music Per se, like it's accomplishing its goal. (laughs) I just don't enjoy that. That's it. It's not bad music. It's not enjoyable because it's not supposed to be. Mm. It's supposed to sound a little off and it does. Um, The sound effects are, I mean, there's nothing to say. They're Game Boy sound effects, top to bottom, left to right, and all day long. They're not bad. They're not good. They're just, it's what they had to work with. So
1: Game Boy sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) This this game was made in Japan. It's top to bottom, right to left. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. But yes.
2: Um I hate I hate to make this um, such like a cartoonishly short segment, but I really have nothing else to say about the audio.
1: Yeah, I got I got nothing. I Meg. You know, like I just it's it's the, the, you know, like, like okay, Wario sound effects, say it with me. Say you matter. I matter. Louder. I matter. Shut up, Mario, <laughs> Wario sound effects. You don't matter. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, gameplay? Yeah,
2: and I mean, controls? The, the controls, you know, some games, the controls don't get much of a shout out. Sometimes they matter a lot. Um, here, I feel like they kind of matter a lot just because I went into this game thinking I was playing a Mario game. And to be fair, that's on me, right? But for the
1: first... Well, I think it depends on whether or not you thought the title was Super Mario (laughs) Land 3, Wario Land, or Wario Land Super Mario Land 3. But I mean, like
2: a, a good way to think of it is if you've ever played any of the games where you can play as Luigi, he moves differently than Mario but not mm-hmm. as dramatically different as Wario on Super Mario Land 3 moves from Mario in Super Mario Land 2, right? The just the fact that there is only stillness and top speed. There is no concept of acceleration mm-hmm. or deceleration including when you jump. It's just very floaty. It felt honestly like playing a game on my my graphing calculator because everything Everything moves ah. with just a perfectly smooth, you know, line for an acceleration curve. And at fr- I didn't love it by the end of the game, but in the beginning of the game, I was like, this is unplayable. How can I make a jump? How can I <laughs> land on an enemy? I can't do anything. And and then I find I was like, oh, because I'm trying to play it as if he moved like Mario and he super doesn't. So like I did eventually internalize the floatiness of it, but I still didn't. Like it by the end. I just mastered it by the end.
1: Um, see, and that and and that did not bother me to the degree to which it clearly bothered you. I don't know why. I don't know whether it's like I got a little bit of a heads up from you beforehand to say like, hey, just you know, Wario jumps differently, so I was like prepared. Um, what I found completely intolerable is the way that jump worked with trying to get out of one. Yeah, (laughs) like. Yeah, because that that threw me hard, man. Because basically, like you've got to be normally with with Mario, you you know, you jump and if you press the button, like you press, 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 and then like you'll get towards the top of the water, and then you press hard, it jumps out, right? This doesn't quite work like that. So basically there were a bunch of times where I was just basically drowning in two <laughs> feet of water, you know, where I'm just desperately trying to get out. And I'm just like, I can make it, I can make it, and I just just couldn't make it, you know? So, uh, I found that really, really frustrating, especially when, um, and this is not unique to Wario games, but it is um, where, you know, basically, if you got tagged, you went back to small Wario, regardless of what power-up you had. Yeah, because the the power-up
2: wasn't, it wasn't small, big big with power-up it was small power-up that there were only those two states right
1: correct um even though you could be big without a power-up but that the you always had two hit points you never had more than two hit points you had one you, hit point
2: you could no. you always if you were big you had at least the starting helmet that was technically a power-up right. because the bull helmet is the same as the starting helmet except you dash harder and farther
1: uh, you see the way i I looked at it was that the starting helmet was the like mushroom you know and, oh, it just so in my head the, is the reason like, I so did not think of
2: it that way is just because Mario wears a cap like the the helmet distinctly allows him to do the dash he even puts it on on the loading mm-hmm. screen, so mm-hmm. I don't maybe they didn't establish that he wears a cap just like Mario does this early in his canon, but knowing the character, I recognized the helmet as not being his normal hat. So I was like, he's either small mm. or he's powered up. He doesn't have a big with, you know, plumber's hat on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, to me, it was, uh, yeah. You know, cause it's, I just went with the small, big, and then well, one mechanically. And then, the, and and then, then that, that was went, the,
2: so it's, you know,
1: yeah, but, but so anyways, but the the moral of the story being is since I was always, one hit away from losing all of my powers, you know, like that was really frustrating, especially in the water levels where they had those dumb seahorses that, you know, just a huge pain (laughs) in the butt. So, um, so yeah, so I did not care for the jumping out of the water mechanic. Um, one other thing that I mentioned, wanted to mention that you, you kind of touched on was Mm, the jet helmet. Yeah. That was my jam. I love that. I love the (laughs) jet helmet. And you, so why did you like the jet helmet? Because I think I, I know why I liked it. And I think I know why you liked it. Uh,
2: I mean, one reason is you can skip gigantic segments of some of the platforming, right? I mean, it, it's easy yep. mode helmet. So that's fun. Um, but also because you move you move at a faster speed for the longest amount of time. So that helmet gave me the greatest confidence charging an enemy that had their back turned because with the Mm -hmm. starter helmet and the the bull helmet, you can charge an enemy when they have their back turned. And sometimes when they're facing you because the hitbox sucks and and (laughs) that like that works out fine. But with the jet helmet, you just instantly are moving at full speed and you'll move for the furthest. I mean, it's huge. It's like five times as long as mm-hmm. the bull helmet makes you rush and you will even, you'll mm-hmm. dash over like the void. So like, you'll just continue yep. from like platform to platform. And so there were times when I was like, Oh, what if I don't, what if this enemy keeps walking? And I I stopped just short of his back, but with the jet helmet on, you're, you're going to catch him.
1: So, and, and you know, they say in in lawton like, never ask a question that you don't know the answer to. But <laughs> I have one other question for you that will solidify my case, which is, in Super Mario World 3. Super so, Mario Land. You know, the no, Super Mario World 3. Different game. I, I'm now referencing oh. a different game. So the NES. Super oh, just Mario, Super Mario Brothers sorry. 3. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers 3. Excuse me. Super Mario Brothers 3. Right. Yeah. It's for the NES with cheat codes or whatever you could pull together, right? What was your favorite power Oh, the P-wing.
2: Well, the P-wing? the P-wing if you're just trying to dick off, um it would be the tanuki suit if you were trying to make people question whether yes. there was a fair and loving god because they think that yes. they can defeat you no matter what, but you can turn into stone and they just wait them
1: out. Yep, the, the I really like the tanuki suit. I also like the Hammer Brothers suit like that was yeah, really yeah
2: cool. i remember struggling with that as a kid but i bet as an adult i would enjoy that a lot more
1: i also really like the frog suit it's if you got oh, that yes. on a water level because that was just made water levels yeah. amazing right so um so all that being said so yes the p-wing was fun if you just were like yeah you know whatever but like you you would play with the p-wing for a little bit and then you get bored with it and you but you know like the tanuki suit or whatever like those those were really fun and interesting so the power-up that you and i both like the most are is the one that makes you play the game the least um i mean that's why you like it you said it yourself is you get to skip large parts of the platforming in a platforming yeah i can't that's not
2: great i cannot (laughs) refute what you're saying (laughs) though i am stalling to try (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to buy time (laughs) yeah i mean i wouldn't the game is short (laughs) enough that i wouldn't say i was using it like the warp flute where i was just like oh my god Mm -hmm. i can't stand the idea of playing through this section or this level or this land but when you God and because the levels are designed that you cannot just p-wing over the entire level right you can't just jet hat over the entire level because there are walls that go up beyond where the camera is so even if you jump up above the camera you can't you know just jet through the entire level most of the time so when you can jet past like a long segment that kind of makes you feel like you're giving the middle finger to those stupid little triangles down below and and so like it's Mm -hmm it's powerful enough that you feel super powered when you're skipping like a big difficult platforming segment, but it's not so overpowered that you're like, why am I even playing the game? I'm just skipping every level. So I, I don't disagree with your premise entirely, but I think they executed it well enough that it's not like the warp flute or the P wing where you can just skip entire levels. And so
1: my, my thought to to kind of, you know, approach it from another way is that, so the thing is that, you know, like you said, is that it's not like, you know, a warp whistle where you're just saying like, okay, I'm going to start up stage one, I'm going to warp to stage nine because I basically <laughs> don't want to play this game. You know, it's not, it is not that. But what it does do is it allows you, like you said, to skip large chunks of it potentially. So what that means then is that the challenges presented... Do not make you want to master the skills in order to master the challenge. They make you want to skip the challenge. And if you mix together a poor hitbox <laughs> with poor jumping controls and you know like poor interaction with with enemies in general, that is what's it's go- what it's going to do. Right? Is that it's going to make you say like, okay? As opposed to when all of a sudden, let's take you know it's just a game that we did recently. Like let's take Dead Cells for example. Right? When all of a sudden they throw four different enemies together. Right? you know you could probably most of the time just roll dodge past those you you know you'd miss out on some gold whatever you know but you could just you know dodge past that whole area right but and if if nobody's checked it out check out the dead (laughs) cells episode anyways but um and all this will make sense but anyways you can basically skip those parts but you don't you stay there and fight right because you want to learn to master the game mechanically in order to overcome that challenge Wario land doesn't really engender that it engenders you wanting to skip over hard parts because you never really feel that it's going to be handled in a way that it's going to be satisfying.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I can't, <laughs> I cannot outright refute what you're saying.
1: You just don't like the way it feels. I don't,
2: the thing that I'm honestly struggling with is I don't remember actively disliking this game as a kid, but I played it for a very specific reason under very specific circumstances. I am also now playing it for a very specific reason under fairly specific circumstances. And so I can confidently say, and I, I won't give away my rating for the game, but I can confidently say I would not reach for this for funsies. But I didn't, mm-hmm. I did finish the game and I didn't finish it begrudgingly. I did want to finish the game, right. I did want to overcome the challenge of. The boss right if the final if if you beat the game strictly through platforming challenges and you could just skip over the platforming challenges with the jet helmet that that would make me more readily say like yeah i obviously didn't want to play this at all but the fact that i did get satisfaction out of overcoming the bosses which are not really platforming i mean there's a little bit like where you have to kind of jump up because they're up near the top of the screen but like they're not really platforming challenges in the same sense as like going through a level and those challenges I did enjoy overcoming, right? So mm. you're not wrong, and I don't disagree with you. <laughs> it's just sad, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's the thing, and, and you know, not to to bury the lead or anything like that. But yeah, no, I mean, like, I I don't. I'm not saying this to say like, and 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 all. I have said all of this <laughs> to lay the foundation for it. The game is atrocious <laughs> and terrible and should be you know buried in the landfill along with with ET, <laughs> <with> ET, <laughs> yeah um wow that's 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 just that poor game man i mean like i know it's it's atrocious and and was kind of like the forerunner of the the backslide of the video games industry but man when when two people just off the cuff are like oh at like et yeah that's not great um so i'm not i'm not saying that but what i am saying is that the game is not well honed or well polished enough to the point where it engenders you like when a whole like a if they they will hand you certain levels of challenge, you know like, I can do this, I can do this, and then there are some parts where it's like I can't do this, and it's not because I feel like the issue's on my end. It's because I feel like I'm trying to put together this you know Lego fortress while wearing boxing gloves. You know, like so I just don't want to do this the the part where I have to put on the individual pips. Like I'm just going to skip that part because that's a huge pain. The rest of this I can probably do and 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 find some joy in it, which again this is a mario title that's very uncommon for mario which to me comes back to it's kind of a hodgepodge of stuff that they were kind of trying you know um like the coin mechanic for midpoint saves yeah actually that's one of
2: the things in my notes i want to make sure we spoke about because the whole game is about money right literally the entire game is about you getting money so that you can get a thing at the end it's They show you how much money you've accumulated at the end of each level. When you die, you lose money. When you have to continue, you lose a lot of money, right? So like money is everything and the game has multiple endings and the ending you see is based on how much money you had when you beat the game. So like there's this huge emphasis on money in the story, but then if you don't care about the ending you get, it doesn't really matter, but it matters mechanically because you have to pay money to go like to a checkpoint and you have to pay money to mm-hmm. open the door that lets you end the level like you you can end right. the level with zero coins but only if you spent your last 10 coins to open the door so that like it's not a it's not a bad thing like but i re- i realized when i was jotting down notes about that i was like oh this is the opposite of the checkpoint mechanic in shovel knight In Shovel Knight, you can make the game harder by taking the money out of the checkpoint. In Wario Land, you make Mm -hmm. the game easier by putting money into the checkpoint. It's like, that's kind of. (laughs) Which I think,
1: yeah, which I think was their way to ensure that you are at least playing some portion of the game because, or at least, you know, to where you're not like just blazing through and trying to skip as much as possible because, and to be fair, a lot of the coins are like gimmies. Oh, yeah. You know, money is not scarce. no and 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 were they in your natural path you know like you would kind of have to go out of your way to avoid some of them but for some of the levels with like the jet helmet i noticed that i got to the exit like there were some areas where i was like oh, i'll just i'll actually play this <laughs> this part of it right and had i not done that like i got to the the end checkpoint with like just enough money like 11 coins or something like that just enough to to get to get out um and so I think that that's their way of saying like, yeah, if you blaze through and don't play the game at all the way we want you to, then you're going to go have to go back and play actually play some of this game because we're not just going to let you, you know, jet helmet or bull rush your way through everything and then not actually do any of the mechanical yeah, challenge, which
2: I, you know, is it, it raises questions, right? Yeah, a, it, it's, it's a, a way to do it, it, but it also is like, yeah why is locking the door so that I'm trapped in this room with your game the way you make me play your... You know what I mean? Like, to literally say, if you don't play the yeah. game we want, you can't move forward in a way you're aware of. Because, I mean, every game is like right. that. If you don't play the game, you can't progress in the game. But this game really shoves it in your face that if you don't play the game, like, oh, uh, the yes. door is locked, you literally can't finish the level. And it auto-saves in between levels. So can you imagine, like batteries are about to die or the car ride is about to end and you're like oh i made it to the end of the level <gasps> i only have nine coins <laughs> <laughs> nine coins i have to go back
1: <laughs> and he's <you> just no <laughs> and then the game dies you know um yeah no that that would suck and i do i do like how you likened it to shovel night because i think that it even looks and again kind of this same. is
2: it's the big like orb <laughs>
1: Yes, um, and and again, this is in an era where midpoint checks weren't really a common thing. So uh, you know, at the time, it was very much so take it and growl. But is the 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 difference is that it is a positive feedback loop in that it is a negative <laughs> thing, which is that if if you are playing poorly it is more likely to punish you for that you know so like with shovel knight you know if you go through and you hit a checkpoint you're like i am really confident that i can play this game well i'm going to therefore opt into you know doing you know knocking out this checkpoint then you have now said like okay i'm doubling down you know um but with this one is if you're just happening to be if you just happen to be a less skilled player you know then the game has now become harder because you have been robbed of your checkpoints.
2: Yeah. And I mean, a lot of this stuff is all, I I think any Mario game, because it's a long running franchise, I think it's fair to say even the main title, Mario games, super Mario, whatever, you know, world and galaxy and 64 and all that stuff. Like I think they're all okay. We thought of this mechanic and the mechanic is fun or we think it'll be fun. Now we're going to make a game around it. Like it's hard to believe they thought of the entire story of Super Mario sunshine. I, based on what I know about how they make games at Nintendo, I really think someone was like, hey, what if Mario had a squirt gun? Let's make a mainline Mario title that uses that mechanic somehow. Like I, I genuinely believe that yep. that's how they do it. And I don't think even though this is a Wario game that gave them the freedom to be, further from what they were positive would be fun. I really still think that's kind of all any Mario game is is hey, you remember that game you played yeah. on the original Nintendo in 1985? Okay, well, this is that but with like some other stuff. I mean they're they're all just mm-hmm. run from here to there and and also some other stuff. And and I'm not downplaying it, but it, like it's the, yeah. the move from le- move yeah, from but, left to but right. Yeah, with 30 years and it doesn't look like they're slowing down anytime soon. Like eventually some of the mechanics had to not be winners. Right. It's, it's not like this yeah. game is the only Mario universe game where some of the mechanics are like, ah, it turns out this isn't that fun. Right. Or this implementation yeah, like sucked. The, We have to go back to the drawing board.
1: Or like the camera and, you know, Mario oh, 64. Boy. I mean, like you can't innovate if you never yeah. take risks. Um, and uh and and so definitely and obviously i and i don't i can't speak for sure on the timeline of this but did i don't think mario super mario brothers 3 had midpoint saves did it
2: mm, i'm going to confidently say no
1: yeah i i also think no so unless the super mario land titles did i think that this is the next one that would have come <laughs> out right no because this is
2: what's weird about the Game Boy so when do you remember in the beginning when I said this game came out
1: 94
2: do you know when Super Mario World mm-hmm. came out on the Super Nintendo 1990 when? but Darn. that's what I'm saying is the the um, Game Boy this is like yeah. we Mike and I went through the same thing when we played um uh Link Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, right? Like, that came after Link to the Past, and yet they still managed to screw right. a bunch of crap up. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it seems almost flabbergasting when you put them side by side that way, but. I I presume, for one thing, the Game Boy engineers are not the same as the Nintendo Super Nintendo engineers because at this time in history there was like zero overlap in those skill sets. You had people who were dedicated to this platform and this, you know, what it was capable of. And I'm presuming, but it feels like a safe assumption. um, But there's. A lot of stuff that in Super Mario World, you would say like, oh, well, surely this was obviously born out as being the right way to do it. They'll never screw this up again. And then you can see a ton of games where they screwed it up after that because they <laughs> just really love to experiment, I guess.
1: Well, yeah. And, and so then, you know, like, so, uh, you know, this is going to be a deviation from my original argument. But, you know, that's that's the awesome <laughs> thing about, you know was it like reason is that you're able to you know when faced with new information you can (laughs) change your worldview um but uh oh yeah so so basically they said okay you got super mario world midpoint saves that is absolutely the way to go okay Let's start toying with that then. Let's experiment. What if you needed to hit some kind of criteria in order to get the midpoint save? What if, you know, it you had to have coins or hearts, or you had to be big in order to do it, or you had to be small? You know, like whatever, right? And so they said, well, what if? What if coins? You know, what if you? What if they were coin operated? And they said, nah, it's probably not the way to go. Um. So yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, they again, this is just kind of a an experimental title. Well, and there, there's know? two
2: things we've been dancing around with money that I think are worth saying explicitly. One is the ending of the game, like the the castle or house that you see is based on how much money you have. I mean, it, that's just for the player, right? It doesn't dramatically affect anything. But if you want to get a one-up, it's not money, it's hearts, it's right? Hearts. And so... Yep there's all these different ways you can lose money and you can spend money. You can gamble money in between every single level, but none of those affect your ability to collect one-ups. And so they knew they were toying with coins and what coins did and how they behaved in the universe and why you would care about them. And I think it was very smart of them to decouple how many lives you had from that because if they were mm-hmm. like, could you imagine as a player being like, "Well, I have ninety nine coins. I think there's probably some other close to here, but I would rather get this checkpoint, right? Like that's, I I don't think that would be a fun mechanical decision for a frigging nine year old to have to make. Like I I'm I'm I think it was the right idea to say, we're going to mess around with money, but we're still going to make it exactly as easy as it. In fact, it's even easier to get a one up because when you get a heart, the heart counts as 10 hearts. When you kill an enemy, mm-hmm. that counts as one heart, which I decided means that you are killing them and ripping out their heart, which is why you only get the one because they only have one heart.
1: Yep. Yes. Or, or, or I mean, cause it is like those visually it's those you know, kind of yeah. Valentine's hearts. So I mean, it may not actually be their physical heart. It May like be their soul, <laughs> or you know, like their 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 essence, right? Because then that would explain why the hearts that you get out of boxes are ten hearts, because those have been distilled, the distilled souls of ten people. It's like a philosopher's style. there you go. I was going to say know? it's like beer yeah. versus spirits, like. But
2: yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I prefer to think of it as literally distilling human essence into some kind of uh, condensed, powerful, magical artifact that gives you a one-up! Wahoo!
1: Which makes sense, because these these Denzians of Wario Land, right, are these misshapen half-things, right? So in order for you to create an essence of a true... You know Mario knockoff of a true Wario, right? You need 100 of their souls, right? So, and the reason why this is it, and the reason why this is a Wario game and not a Super Mario game is because it would take a thousand souls to make a Mario, and they couldn't. So they did a hundred souls and so it's, it's a Wario.
2: So it's, uh, it's red water. It's not a true Philosopher's Stone.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And and one other quick aside. When you said it's beer versus spirits, it did take me a quick second because we were just yes. talking about yeah. souls to realize that you were talking about <laughs> liquor. And I was like, how are those two things yeah. the same? <laughs> what kind of like, messed up spectrum is that? It's, <laughs> it's like, you know, on, on one hand, you've got, you know, delicious beer. And on the other hand, you have the human soul. Am I right? <laughs> are you? What?
2: <laughs> Next time we go <laughs> to a bar I... together, I'm going to see if I can order like especially if it's like really noisy, right? Because then like like a I don't know what's some that's like a Smirnoff sh- like vodka or something, right? So go in and be like, you yeah. know, I'll have a uh, one human spirit. S- sorry, what? A schmear a shot of Smirnoff. A shot of Smirnoff ice. Yeah, not because a because shot of Smirnoff. Kind of like, oh, well, Smirnoff you know. vodka. I mean, I guess you could do a shot of Smirnoff ice.
1: You could. You could do a, sh- a shot of Smirnoff. <laughs> no, but like. Now you got to you, you you go in right and and you know you're like uh, okay you know beer versus spirits they're they're on this the same spectrum and you're like what what you're not even talking about the same thing it's like okay so you know for 10 million dollars would you you know kill a horrible person right and it's like well yeah sure and you can use that money to buy beer <laughs> so now we've established that my premises sound in principle and we're just haggling over price
2: <laughs> that that is that is the magic of a universal third good, is you can almost always yeah, right. <laughs> two disparate things through the magic of money. <laughs> Yay, it's, capitalism. It's the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> but, but and one degree, which is way <laughs> and, worse.
1: Yeah, and I said all that to say I like the mini games <laughs> in, uh, in, in Mario Land. I thought that the, was the an gambling? interesting... Yeah, the gambling. Especially because it is it is just gambling because there's this it is, is not gambling. It's just, it is just not games a, of chance. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say it's not what what is what is it the the thing that the daily fantasy sports say so that way they can get around. Oh, that laws it's a game of skill. Yeah. Games of skill. Yeah, it's not a game of skill. It's like which one of these two buckets has a ten ton weight in it, and which one has apparently ten tons of gold in it. Yeah, yeah that, it, that makes sense. <laughs> so, anyways i like that I yeah that i
2: i messed with that a lot more at first and then eventually found myself just like hard passing through it and it's not because i had any problem with it i just i was like my last two or three playthroughs when i or play sessions like when i finally beat it i was like kind of getting into a groove so like i would finish a level and i would just be like holding right i'm just like yeah i got it i got it i got it okay yeah. like more more platforming and so like i was messing a lot more with it at first and then i was just like yeah i've got enough money to finish level whatever this is fine this is fine and then that's why i got the birdhouse ending
1: yep yeah and so i mean like i said like i also kind of did the same thing where eventually i was just kind of like yeah all right i'm kind of done with it but i did i did enjoy it i liked that it was there i might go back and like dip my toes in it a little bit but you know i enjoyed it um and and that was actually the last uh note that I had that I wanted to make sure I touched on what what else yeah I'm
2: I'm good bro <laughs> All
1: right so all that being said did it hold up uh, so I I grappled with this okay real fast just 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 quick aside like like peek behind the kimono sometimes when you go into the episode you have like a certain rating and then we'll talk about it and your rating will kind of change oh, that's a little happened bit tons like as times. we're discussing I think I've it. even admitted it yeah, a okay. few times Yeah, like there's definitely been times where I like went into it and I was just like, this is this is how I feel about this game. And then as we're talking about, I'm like, I feel better or worse. No,
2: I my rating hasn't changed over the course of our discussion. Um which I don't know if that's necessarily good or bad. Like if you make compelling arguments and change my mind, that's not a bad thing. Um (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) But I I think it's neutral. But I, (laughs) I did stress a little bit about this because I I really was annoyed by the game at first, and then by the end of the game, I was like, this feels like a pretty solid accomplishment. Like I I was struggling super hard with the mechanics because my brain was so like, this is a Mario game. And then I eventually was like, no, it's a Wario game. Here's the things I'm good at. Here's the things I suck at. Here's how I can deal with these platforming challenges. Here's the enemies that if I have to see one more time, I'm going to blow my freaking brains out. Like there's, there was a clear progression of improvement and I enjoyed that. I didn't, really enjoy the game that much like by the time I was done I was just like yes I beat it and I kind of don't like I'm not relieved like I'm I'm satisfied that I finished this terrible game but I'm also not like elated like yeah I beat this game that was really fun I'm so great right like so I, I was really obsessing about the the rating I had for it and I I finally I had to settle on I was like no to to enjoy this game you would need nostalgia goggles to play it you could probably get away with a nostalgia monocle if you're just tolerant of what the game boy was capable of but i i I gotta go full nostalgia goggles it's just not it's just not that enjoyable like it's it's all doable Mm. it's all fine but it's not i didn't really enjoy like and 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 we've made this reference plenty of times when it was relevant and i think here it's supremely relevant like i didn't love this game i didn't hate this game and nothing this game like i just by the when i was done (laughs) i was satisfied that i overcame the last boss because the last boss took me many attempts but then i was just like all right i'm done like i'm i'm done i'm done i I get it
1: good yeah so hard hard Um, nostalgia for me uh for me it's uh uh it's a nostalgia monocle just because i think that this is a game that, and this is interesting because the way I would recommend, you know, kind of like playing it is the way that you did, which is absentmindedly while doing something else. <laughs> Just sub know? out whatever so, time like, you
2: spend on Instagram for playing Wario Land.
1: <laughs> basically, yeah. I mean, like, because when I was playing this game, you know, it was kind of nice in the sense that, you know, because the the challenges were relatively straightforward i could generally you know jump past a whole lot like it was very easy for me to just like pause it and then go do you know like teddy would like walk walk over my legs and you know i just like you know whatever you know just stand still or die or you know his death isn't punished super hard or whatever so uh to me it was uh it was more of a nostalgia monocle experience like to me i i because and of course having a a three tier system of like this game is awesome you should go play it this game is mediocre i wouldn't rec- necessarily recommend it and i mean cuz you know like nostalgia goggles uh, we've we've put games such as you know gauntlet legends <laughs> in there you know so so yeah so it's it's definitely like you know we, our, our rating system no, is it's a fine, little sharp. flawed but uh yeah, perfect <laughs> it's perfect no <Fair laughs> notes um but that being said, uh, is that I think that, that the best argument I can have is that, um, do you remember you remember the Game Boy cartridges, right? Like they were, you know, like the way they kind of looked and the way they kind of uh-huh. snapped in place, right? They, they were those small squares. So it has to be good because squares are good. The curtain falls, the music plays, the credits
0: roll, then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself The fanfare is gone There's no player two There by your side to share victories won But as you slowly progress Down the hall to your bed A few great events Leak back into your head From the time that you spent Traversing the land, battling evil, fighting the darkness, just sword in hand, your memories creeping with the end of a smile. You realize again what you lost for a while. You're gonna think back much less on how you save the day. Game. At the end of it all The gamers play what we play Now for game over.